With hundreds of votes cast over the last several days, the Talking Willow is back to break down a tournament more competitive than the 2010 Ultra League Soccer Finals. Today, we are joined by Rick Mechanic, the co-creator of the Camp Quarantine Events Bracket, to break down the final results and recap the entire contest. This is The Talking Willow. The Talking Willow is sponsored by the Playhouse Bathrooms, G-Flow and Reed, Touring Camp, the LT Program, and viewers like you. How's it going, Will? Eric, it could not be better on this lovely Monday. I'm having a good day right now. I, I did my first my uh, first and only Zoom class of the day earlier, so that was nice. Saw all the faces of Skidmore. How about you? How are you? You know, I just got off my ninth hour of Zoom, so I, I, I will be a little honest Ooh. in saying that I am not doing the best, but... Uh, for all those uh, for all those out there keeping track on what I'm up to, uh, definitely uh, this. Let's take off some points for today, huh? Yeah, I mean, if you think you're having a bad day, do I have something to cheer you up? Let me hear it. Oh man, our next oh, guest. Baby. I'd say he, I'd say he's gonna rock your socks off, but more likely he's gonna rip his own shirt off and scream, "It's day off, and I'm going." Well, that's not really what it is, Rick. What's the line? Come on in. Join us on the Talking Willow. How's it going, fellas? How are we doing? Good. How are you, Rick? I'm doing well. Wonderful. Rick, let's start with that. What's the what's the infamous line? What's the exact quote? The infamous line is, "I get up on the chair and I, I wait for everybody to get silent." That's the that's the big key. Is you wait for the entire room to fall over a hush, and you say, "Hey, everybody, guess what?" And they all chant, "What?" And you say, "I'm on day off." And you rip your shirt. Unreal. Yeah. Born I hear that you don't. I hear you don't use. You, I hear you don't use uh, camp shirts anymore. That's like a, that's a no go. I've heard. <laughs> uh, that was the big sticking point with Matt is that uh, he doesn't want the optics of ripping a staff shirt in half in front of all impressionable junior camp boys and girls. You know, it would have caused. Uh, if it was, it would have probably caused a widespread revolt, causing in the deaths of thousands of people. <laughs> or a brutal, brutal two month long war. So I'll let you guys in on a secret with that. Um, yeah. I am not strong enough to straight up rip a staff shirt. I just can't do it. The ribbing is, is too thick. So what I do is I will pre-cut with a scissor the staff shirt, and I'll put a piece of tape on the inside so that nobody knows. And then when it's time to rip it, it magically rips in half. However, there was one point during the 4th of July when I was wearing just a plain white T-shirt. Everybody started cheering Rick for day off. I got up on the chair. And I had no idea whether I was going to be able to rip this shirt or not. And I was dreading it so much inside that I was going to tear the collar and nothing would happen. Thank God, Haynes' material is very flimsy and it peeled in half like a piece of paper. But I was, I was terrified. <laughs> you, you That's know, a Rick, good one. I, that, I remember being your co-staff uh, watching you prepare for that. <laughs> I remember you cutting a shirt. I said, what are you doing? And he said... Uh, it's my time to shine. He said, I'm the best person on this camp, and uh, no one can beat me. That's a verbatim quote. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that, that's something else. I'll let you in on a little secret, Rick. That's a family tradition. I've seen your brother, Jake, the, the first guest we ever had on, on the Talking Willow, Jake Mechanic. He, he also I, I heard about this. He did not consult me before stealing my line, and... At first, I was upset, but then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? If anybody else could do it, it should be Jake. And I heard it went over very well. Do you have an opinion on, like, can someone truly own a dining hall cheer? Or, like, like an example is sometimes other pe people not named Luke Barry will, will do the pool song, which for, for all you, you old veterans out there is a new thing. Pe uh, a former pool counselor, now division head Luke Barry, made a – made a song about the new pool and the old pool. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Slide into those DMs. Luke Barry is the name. Um, he'll tell you all about it. I will it, say that. Yeah, there are, what, what do you think? Obviously, right? there are communal cheers, you know, Iggy, Ozzy. Ozzy's more of an older one. There are a few cheers, though, that are particular to certain people. For example, I think the Dolphin song, Michael for Dolphin song. I, don't, I can't see anybody else really picking that yeah. one up. Um, SpongeBob, 
Now, what if we did? Like, what if it was like a Schechter for Dolphin song? Schechter's also from Florida, I believe. Yeah, I don't think Schechter fan. would do that. I think if anybody would were to do it, it should be Schechter. Just like if anyone were to rip their shirt, it should be my brother. But um, another one is uh, is SpongeBob. I think Ian Roberts laid claim to the SpongeBob song. I don't really think I've heard anybody else do that one yet. I don't think you're right about that, Rick. Eric, that's going to be a, a point of confusion on the Talking Willow today. Yes. Eric. With an E. Have you ever heard someone do SpongeBob? Uh, I have. I have. Mm. I, I don't know I don't know who, but I, I've just I've had I have heard it scream in the dining hall. I've I myself have done it and I've heard yeah, oh, you've done do it. it before too. I don't think I've done it. Yeah. I don't I don't think that it's a, it's an Ian Roberts uh, trademark mm. at this point. Certainly, he may lay claim to its found to its origin. Well, but... see, that's the beautiful part about camp. Things things grow and change, and people pick up traditions just where they left off. I guess I stand corrected. Absolutely. Well, Rick, we were discussing this before the pod. We we thought it would be a very good idea to to run it back and discuss our champion third camper's choice. How they got there, maybe some some errors along the way uh, throughout. Just maybe a, a a review of of the last couple of days and the the camp quarantine events. Absolutely. Bracket. What do you guys I think? think um, yeah. As as a recap pod, that's the only way to go. I just want to say before we start, I'm just really really appreciative of everybody's enthusiasm and passion. I mean, I, I know Jake and I never thought it would kind of snowball into what it's become. I'm, I couldn't be happier. Um, Really, it couldn't have come at a better time, obviously, with the quarantine. And I'm just uh, grateful that everybody has has bought in the way they have. Yeah, thank you. I think that most people really appreciate what what you guys have offered uh, to us also. So uh, I know we're a little early on this, but I think a, a fire stick is in order yeah. for, for, for you both for, for creating that. this great tournament. All right, yeah, let's uh, let's follow it back. I'm looking at the bracket right now. We can uh, we can recap third campers' choice, run to glory. Let's do it. All right. Well, Eric, why don't you, why don't you take us there? Where should we start? Uh, what? I'm so confused on what I'm doing right now. Am I? We're going right. over the bracket from round one. <laughs> let's take from round one. I'm looking at it right now. We can uh, we can walk right. it through. Round one for, for third yeah. campus trips for following the uh, the journey. Yeah. And honestly, I, I thought there was a chance because when I saw post-firing meetings advance, I thought there was a very good chance that third campers choice would have fallen in the first round in the same vein to who will care when I'm not there. Yeah. But alas, that was yeah, not the case. Totally. Thank the Lord. Um, yeah. That would not have surprised me. It would have upset me, but not surprised me. You know, can I just say that's a sad video. It really is. It's 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 heartbreaking, yeah. and I've never not been sad after watching it. So, yeah, it's not. I don't really know why it made the the tournament. It's not even the best thing that happens in that <laughs> event because after that, Owen gives the the safety quiz with the classic line about the 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 fan and the extension cord and the question like. Should you let uh, should you let them borrow yours? And it's referring to the extension cord. It's a classic. That's the best. I think part I have to credit event. Abe for even getting this into the bracket in the first place. I think uh, he posted that in the in the group before we released the bracket officially. And he's like, "Where's who will care when I'm not there?" And I was like, "Oh man, that has to be on there." Just sort of as a joke. Who was who was the scoundrel who submitted who will care when I'm not there's like older, more attractive sibling um, post-firing <laughs> meetings that I think that post-firing went further. meetings was an in-house creation. I and, think Jake and I just brainstormed that one when we were, we were coming up with the list. Also as a joke. This whole thing kind of started as a joke, to be honest with you guys. Did you, did you, was, was a Paul's sexuality meeting also? In, oh yeah. In, uh, well, that's a staple. Your creation? That's a staple. That was an early pick. We had that one written down in the, probably in the top 10. Right. Right. <laughs> I remember one time in that meeting, we're going around the room and Nellie Benjamin, you have to, you have to write on the board, um, like all the, all the things that you oh, think yeah. the campers might do or say or talk about. <laughs> Nellie wrote <laughs> on the board. I remember that. 
and and, and Paul, Paul's like reading too. the list out loud, and all of a sudden he just like pauses and grins and just sort of shakes his head no, and goes like, "We're gonna skip that one." You know, Will, I come to think of it, I've been in every single one of your Paul's sexuality meetings. It, well, I mean, only 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 like oh, the two you? that I was in, but I was always with you. What no, what no, did I, I just, do? You're just a memorable person. I just you know. Oh, I I feel I I can't help myself in that meeting every single year. Like Owen comes up to me before he's like, "Will you can't win this meeting, you can only lose." And in my in the back of my head, like he's totally right. You can't win that meeting, but alas, like me and Josh Archery come up with sword fighting as something that the kids might talk about. It's a real do. real so. shock to the system the first time you sit in one of those. It's kind of like having a talk with like your parents for the first time. Like you've never heard yeah. Paul speak that way or even like discuss anything close to that kind of a topic and it's it, you just kind of can't believe the words are coming out of his mouth describing like bookie cookie you know in, a, in the <laughs> middle of a lodge <laughs> like what do you think paul's insistent on doing it in the lodge like say they were doing renovations for <laughs> they're doing renovations for one day only and if, if paul can just do his meeting like the next day but it would still be in the lodge, or he could do it at the scheduled time in a different. I think there's place. a reason. What do you think think it has to be in the lodge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because the lodge is the biggest Why? circle on camp. He wants to simulate what a circle <laughs> jerk would be. <laughs> also, tradition. One, one time in this, yeah. One time in this meeting, I was like a, a, a like an actor in the circle jerk scene, and I was like one of the campers. And he, I swear to God, we had like I forget who else, but like three other people were like, sit, he's like, can you three help me out? And he like kind of like calls for us to come over, me and like three other people, and we we sit in like a circle, and he like walks away from us, and then he does this whole thing where he comes oh, up, yeah. like, oh, this yeah. is so disgusting, and like. But like I don't see like needed, uh, needed experience participants, and I didn't really you know the crowd. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know what my favorite part of that is like is the is the is, is the when it's over <laughs> is the effort that Paul puts into to like that one section where he's like, don't yell at the camera. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not like I'm gonna walk in and like find my camera circle jerk and be like, like walk over like, hey guys, no 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 no, don't put your penises away. Let's talk about this. Let's really get into this why we're doing totally this. Totally you know? normal. Yeah, <laughs> he really goes from two sides of the spectrum. Like, because the first time he comes in, when he does it the wrong way, he also totally oversells it. He just blows up, just screaming like, oh, their head oh, off. Yeah. It's like it's it's like he's never seen a penis before. Yeah, he's like, oh my god. <laughs> Do you know what's a real shame? That we can have this like I think substantial conversation. I don't think we're really reaching this. These are funny moments that legitimately happen during this meeting. Yet this meeting goes down in like yeah. what the second round and freaking post camper meet or post firing meetings makes a run. It's just to yeah. me, it's like go fuck yourself if you vote. And, a, and as someone with, uh, as someone with a, a storied history of t-shirt auction, to see t-shirt auction not even make it to the oh, second that round as a four seed is just it's really upsetting. Really upsetting. Well, you know, Rick, you did spend half a grand on a shirt. Yeah, so, that was a know. weird night. That feels like a fever dream, man. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, now that I'm like working and like sort, I guess you can say I'm an adult. Like, it's it's not the end of the world that much money, but like at the time, that was a lot of money. I had just I had just finished work week. That was like my whole salary and then some. You know, Tyler, yeah. Eric, have you have you ever sworn you know, a T-shirt off? Tyler Lewin and I bless bless this man's heart. I. I love him so much. Um, hopefully, future, future partner in whatever endeavor I do. Um, he and I decided one day. This was, I think, your year, Rick, where we were like gonna dress up and like put on sunglasses and just go to jack up the prices. <laughs> and we went, and and he kept like asking me, like now, now, and I was like, no, 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 because I got so scared. I was like, what happens if we jack up the price and then no one, <laughs> no one bids? You know, yeah, it's I mean? like uncut gems, and then. It, and then it happened. And, what it did? And, and yeah, and Pusha, I think, either spent $25 or $50 on a shirt. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, oh my God. And it was a great, it was a really funny moment. I'm so sorry for the money he lost, but now he has a shirt. That happened to me twice when I 
now I have a Kevin Love jersey that I, I never <laughs> thought I would ever have. I was just trying to like be a little weasel, but no one else <laughs> thought it was worth seventy five dollars. And I have a My Place shirt that I bought, and I was so about it until I got my hands on it and saw it was oh, a medium. And and, and when you found out that you could just buy it at the store Killer. for like ten dollars. No, 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 no. It wasn't one of those ones. Oh, it was, good. It was a. I hope so. Rick, do you think I, I don't know, man? That's really the only my shirt I've ever it was, seen. No, it was a, it was it was a. It, 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 it was a My Place Breast Cancer Awareness and, shirt. And you said that's not worth $75? That's awesome. No, I said it is worth $75. Yeah. But it, I, I changed my mind when it, after I paid them and couldn't get my money back when I saw that it doesn't fit me. Um, all right. So the so third campus just went up against the Hoff in the second round. <laughs> that was also – that that one I thought could have gone either way too. I think people really love the Hoff. My brother's a big proponent of the Hoff. I, I was going to put the Hoff as a lower C, but he convinced me it should be a six. Um, I guess, I mean, I'm glad I lost the third right. campers' choice, but the Hoff is great. Very underrated event. What was what was the decision to make Storyteller 11? I just got to know. Well, I don't think either of us have a very deep connection to the Storyteller. I think the Storyteller kind of took off a bit after my time. I was never like a camper for the Storyteller. So I kind of see the Storyteller as through like a staff lens. So it's, you know, it's like a, funny event but not something that has any real sentimental value at least to me but i severely underestimated it i think people really like the storyteller yeah i i think there's a recency bias with the hoff like what if you did this a year from now and uh this summer assuming it happens people like you know have a really bad time on the hoff because i think people had a good time most recently and i don't know i I don't think it's anything special. Yeah. It's a half day. People get in trouble yeah. on it a lot. Like, I remember someone got fired once on the Hoff. Um, I remember someone got suspended once on the Hoff. That was that was even more catastrophic. I think the cool um, part about the Hoff, though, is it's the first time that the staff get to really kind of go out for an extended period of time in the summer because you haven't had a day off yet. It's your first – I mean, it's the Hoff. So it's the first time, like, you and your friends get, you know, five or six hours in the middle of the day to do whatever you want and – Go bowl at cross at crossgates. Yeah, especially if you do work week because you don't really get a, a ton of de- full days off during work week. Um, I don't know. I just the, third camper's choice is way better yeah. than the Hoff. I don't like at, at the end of the day. The question isn't like, do you like the Hoff? Would you would you keep it or get rid of it? It's how's it compared to third camper's choice? And mm-hmm. I think that that's yeah. a, a no brainer. Third campers banquet, bank. This one's a no-brainer. That that's definitely that's got to be third campers' choice all the way every time. I'm not a big banquet guy. Yeah. I'll say this. I'll say this. If you, the fact one thing that works for third campers' choice in this matchup is that post banquet lineup is a distinguished event as it should be on this bracket. That because. As it should be, but say it wasn't, mm. I would interpret banquet to include that, and I would, and I would probably still vote for third campers' yeah. choice, but it would take me a little longer. So I actually have, have I have a very strong opinion on post banquet lineup um, that I want to share with people because post banquet lineup is one of my favorite parts of the summer. I think it's absolutely phenomenal. It's a time to a show appreciation for probably the most underappreciated people on camp, which are all the support staff. I, I feel so bad every year. I don't really do anything about it, but I just feel so bad that they work so hard and they are just so underappreciated. All they get is like a two second shout out from Paul and like, that's it. I feel like we should do more for them because they do so much for us. But the one thing on post banquet lineup is, and, and I think um, we touched on this in the group and they may have changed this last year, but in the past when they would do the countdown, you know, they would start everybody who was here in 2019 stand up. Everybody who was here in 2018, stand up. They would go down, and everybody who was standing at any given year could look around and see all the people that were there with them on, during that summer. As opposed to what they were doing, which is if it's your second year on, on camp, if it's your third year on camp, that kind of throws a, it kind of changes it up a little bit. I like the idea of standing up. Who was here in 05? You stand up, there's like six people left, and everyone that you're looking at was there with you in that summer and you get to kind of have a shared experience. I really like that. Yeah. I think there's less of a game aspect when it, Paul likes to make it a game. 
namely a game that that's he also wins true. He's been here. That's the big office. reveal at the end. Him and Linda but... holding hands, putting their hands up like they won a boxing fight at yeah. the end. <laughs> yeah. Well, what what about you, Rick? What are you? Me? Do you like banquet? You know? Yeah. I like. I like. Uh, Eric, <laughs> you're good, I got, you're that's good, my good. fault. Um, I hear different tones in your like like the tone of your voice changes when it's me, Rick versus Rick Mechanic. <laughs> um, you know I like banquet, but I like the sentiment of banquet over anything. Um, I had a really poo-poo experience with when I was an LT over banquet. Something that something that I'll never really forgive those who who kind of did that to me. Um. Uh, but, um, I love, I loved it as a camper. I mean, as a, I mean, I mean, not to exclude you, Will, but like th- as a super senior, um, it's like a really special moment. Uh, I really loved that a lot, but, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Looking at yeah. that plate. Yeah. I guess, uh, only super seniors now. <laughs> Can they even do that now? We're just not, let's not address uh, who knows, it. If you were a super senior, you know, if you yeah. weren't, Sorry. I don't know if they could do that now. I think you like might get in trouble for that. Um, I think okay. that that's like. I don't. Yeah, I I could see why camp would not want to do it anymore. I could also see why like a waiter would think Which it's it really fun and harmless. It's actually the opposite of harmless. Yeah, I agree. Let's not address it. Protection. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now, Rick, you're saying too much. Uh... It's a bulletproof vest. <laughs> <laughs> it's a full bulletproof vest that you wear on and then you shoot each other after dinner um one year they didn't get enough and we'll always miss that kid but uh yeah i mean i like the sentiment of banquet really everything else but that is it's just like a it's kind of a nasty meal it all it also depends on you know your relationship with your lt back in the day i think you used to have just a first year waiter and a second year waiter and your second year waiter was was the one who would set up your banquet and if you had a great relationship with your second year waiter that banquet was always a a great time to like celebrate with your with your lt i remember in 07 we yeah. had uh easy was our second year waiter yeah she 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 put on Legend. a party for our banquet it was phenomenal well do you remember that one theme dinner i just it just came to my mind do you remember that one theme dinner where uh there was like hey on the ground and everyone was eating with their hands <laughs> and then, oh and yeah, yeah like, Owen, does it. Owen does it. Owen does it every year. Yeah. Medieval night. Medieval night. Yeah. What, what? Like like <laughs> like the yeah. COVID nineteen went around. <laughs> yeah. Ste- Steiner uh, had yeah. Oh Steiner had hay fever. <laughs> and there was hay, oh. so that was a botch. Um, and then the next time they did it, I got th- like almost thrown off the horse, or as I like to say it, I didn't. didn't they they like shut the lights off, the off too, right? We all like ate in the dark with no <laughs> utensils, like on the floor. It yeah. was crazy. Owen's rule. Uh, uh, Owen has very simple rules: no utensils, <laughs> no hands, regal music, um, <laughs> bread bowls for the soup. Because that that must be medieval. <laughs> like they had medieval Panera. I'll take one ye half soup <laughs> sandwich combo. <laughs> ye old New England <laughs> clam chowder. Put my corn biscuit into the bread bowl, please. That visual of, of eating on the floor, I just trigger the memory. So, Were you guys there for the food fight? Oh. No, there's tables. What? There's tables. Were you guys there for there's the food tables. fight break? Will, I think... I was there for the, I was there for the Josh Baker uh, food no, fight break. I don't think that's what you're talking about. Um, although that wasn't the break. I don't. Oh, maybe it was. Uh, I was, I believe I was first half. That was summer. that was the it was craziest. It was so unexpected too. We just we walked in for dinner like it was any other day, and there were just no plates. Everything was just styrofoam. There was just like sty- There was like peas and corn and carrots and just water. And a fake fight broke out at the head staff table, and someone just yelled food. Fight. The entire dining hall was just slinging food left and right. It was absolute wow. chaos. It was insane. What about the plaque? That though? is exactly what I was thinking. As I'm describing this, I'm like, why did they let us do that? I mean, there could have been, could have destroyed all the plaques. It was, in hindsight, a, probably a very reckless idea, but boy, was that fun. <laughs> and 
Yeah, they, I was gonna say like they would never do that today, but they totally did. They did. They did yeah. that a few years. Can I just give yeah, a that's, shout that's out to neat. something that's never spoken about? The one theme dinner that year, my first year on staff with Rick and Will, the Hawaiian. Mm. I thought that food was so mm, it was. Good. It was. They had the skewers, was, right? And they had the uh, Oh my god, those like sweet meatballs. Yeah. And they had that that amazing dessert, that, that like cherry glaze kind of like pudding thing. Oh, it was yeah. delicious. And and it was like it was like a sweet coleslaw. I have no clue what they did in thinking to come up with that. They never did it again. And it, it upset me. Yeah, man. Chef Lou. Was that the legend Chef Lou? I think Dennis? it was Chef Lou. Was that, that was Chef Lou. No, that was, no, Chef. That was Chef Lou. Was yeah. that Chef Dent? Huh? Chef. Only Lou Bixer could come Bixer? up with a meal like that, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, Hawa- no, the great Hawaiian guys, himself. Eric. <laughs> He wasn't. He, Eric, we weren't on staff. I think our first he was year still he the was chef, chef, were we? So rumor has it, and I don't. Chef Dent. Rumor has it, and it's chef actually Dennis not a rumor because so this nice has been confirmed. It. But Chef Lou used to just like drink in his wherever he lived on camp. He would just like drink before like every meal. Apparently, I'm just throwing that out there. Huh. Well, that's the. That's a little shout out for you. That's the uh, <laughs> archery tidbit of the day. Brought to you by, brought you by walking from Skokarts to archery. <laughs> if they forget the yeah. schedule. Which now actually, well, Skokarts to archery is still pretty terrible. But something like volleyball to archery is much less terrible now, given the second tunnel. Yeah, another second tunnel. I don't know rolls. how I feel about that. For that matter, Skokarts to archery. Skokarts to archery, yeah. for that matter, is... I, shortened. I, I think Still it's terrible, a, you know, for camp's sake, a great move having a second <laughs> tunnel. But I think the one tunnel really builds character. I must say, there's just no, there's nowhere it to does. go. Just, you got to just suck it up, and you got to take you know it away. There's no, there's no other choice. You know what's a take that I don't really like? That's pretty congruent with that. Is that the the second tunnel mm. violates the values of mm. tradition that camp holds? Because I think that people really like to to blur the line between like necessary and good maintenance improvements to camp and obscuring traditions that are independent of that. And I don't see. Yeah, I guess it builds character. But if you want to build character, I don't. Yeah, I, I guess know, the no air conditioning tonight. Is than, like walking through much. a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's Rick, the coolest place on that, camp remember that that moment where uh we had that bird in the uh, oh. in the, in the bunk yeah. and uh and we yeah. called over matt and matt walked in looked at the bird went huh well that's crazy <laughs> and then walked out <laughs> good night guys <laughs> it's it's not even like he alerted anyone he just left and went the home funniest part is that they pulled him in there because like hey there's a bird in our bunk and he was just like, yeah, huh, yeah, 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 yeah there yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. All right. Good night. <laughs> um, I, let me get your guys' take on the uh, – on the. I'm really interested because I, I haven't really spoken to anyone about this, but I know, it's, I know it's in the process of happening. What do you guys think about the leveling? The leveling. Oh, the leveling. Right. That's right. So that is the leveling. I mean, if Terry Fleming is listening, I'm sorry. I'm selling you out here. He did tell me this in quasi-confidence. But he did say – that there is a plan, a long-term plan. I'm breaking Whoa. big news here right now. There... You're on. You're on the most. You're. This is breaking on the most widely. This is a big deal. No, this is the most. I'm actually. This is a really big deal, and it, he made it seem like this is an inevitability. So, one of the big drawbacks that the Croners hear from parent, prospective parents is that there's no lake on camp. You know, most summer camps are on a lake, and the fact that we drive to ours apparently is like a drawback. So. What the Croners want to do, and what they very well may, is basically excavate Siberia and turn Siberia into a mini lake and then, and then take lake. that earth and flatten, flatten <laughs> the area between the pitch and puck course, basically, between the playhouse and the annex. I've heard that before, uh, only in the rumor mill, ne- never on the solid grounds that, that you yeah. just yeah, uh, that's big. displayed it that for us. So thank you, Rick. I, I don't think they'll do that. Think about how much, 
Think, think about no, going no, water skiing on the lake. How much space so, well, that, that the it thing takes is, up? Is they're not using for... that lake for um, uh, correct boats. They're going to use it for small boats, and they're going to get one of those big like jumbo inflatables. Yeah, oh, yeah, like the, exactly. The and I also and the inflatables. Yeah, yeah the, infl- the, infl- the, infl- the inflatables. Do you know that, that the called? land behind that tree line near Stoke Carts is actually Stoke yeah. I heard they're going to bust down the tree line, and they're going to. Eric, we did. Do, um, keep... I think. I think it was. Yeah, the horseback trail. They took us up there. I mean, that is that's for horseback. That's like one of the coolest parts of camp. If no one's, if you haven't been there, if you're listening and you haven't been there, next time you go. Go wander in the back of the, the the horseback trail. It is it is lovely up there. <laughs> do, do, you, do you want me to, uh, to break no, your heart just, just go a for little it. bit? You know those that those yeah. woods that go on forever behind soccer? They absolutely do not go on forever. I guess that makes sense. I never really hill. thought about that. But you drive up the road, and then like there's just another road. It has to end somewhere, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's where. That's exactly where. It <laughs> so ends. when that's so when they road. do the active the shooter drill and they say go hide in the woods, um, that's just like a, that's like a death sentence. There's nowhere to go. You should run to the tent. No, you should no, you should run to the tents. Or or the, the, the well. Those are the, the woods for you. Although again, I don't think that's <laughs> No, absolutely not. So we're going up against challenge days <laughs> in the Elite Eight. I was never on the challenge days. I'll say it. I'll say it. I neither was I as much. Uh as as someone who yeah, brought the yellow team back to glory from, from the bottom of the the bottom of the No, we 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 uh the yellow Shut team up. won its first challenge days in, in I think it was like a decade when I was in LT. Um, that means LT staff brought it back. No, I'm just saying we, we. I was on actually, the yellow I'm team when we sure won I'm our first that. challenge days in a very, very long time. But I mean, I like challenge days, but third campus choice is just a juggernaut, and uh, sometimes you just run into an impasse. Kind of agree with that. Well, you. I think I like Challenge Day more. I'm speaking to uh, more, to, than, uh more than Eric. More than Eric. <laughs> the, I'm speaking to right now to, to the mind from, of a, from what I've challenged a visionary, from, from our pods. according to my brother. This the stuff you and him had created as uh, as LT staff. I I I do think that we we had a slew of really strong days um, for the last two summers mm-hmm. that we were working together. Winter day, in various huh? capacities. Right. Um, where where I think the LT. Winter winter day was really good. Um, we, we we took them sledding on the corral hill. We we used a boogie board and, and a tarp <laughs> and a ton of baby oil, and we basically just lubed up the tarp. And we got super lucky. It was a rainy day, and we took them sledding. And there was a they had a snowball competition where they had to at the bottom of the hill like sled in hand, which is again a boogie board. They had to throw a, a water balloon that was painted white at a target for accuracy. And the whole thing was timed. It was a crazy event. Nate <laughs> Ramrath broke his finger, but had a blast. Um, that's actually true. That's not even like like he really did break his finger, and he really did have a blast. Like afterwards, that is the mark of a great challenge. Like, how many broken Owen bones like, wow, can you endure man. while still having a great time? It's true. So then the so yeah so then the final four. This is where it gets really interesting. This is yeah. where this is where I break from the, the third campus <laughs> choice ranks personally. Um, third campus choice and services. That is uh, that's a real Sophie's choice right there. Whoa! Why don't we come on? Real, I mean, it is. I, I, I when I was looking at my phone trying to pick one, I really felt like I, I felt like I couldn't <laughs> couldn't make a choice that would make me happy. But ultimately, I did. I did go services. Services to me is when the camp is the most together um and i just think it's like it's just one of those it's one of my favorite events that i've ever been a part of is camp scodex services i absolutely love it i went with uh third, how about you eric church campers uh our guests have been making really really solid arguments for it and they've been swaying me so yeah, I mean, look, I like services. It's a great time. I think I think the aspect uh, of the walk, and I don't know if you've ever done the if you ever done the walk in in real silence, it actually is very nice. I'm gonna 
I'm going to sound like a camp purist here, which Eric, I heard you call yourself a, yeah. a camp liberal the other day. That was very funny. I'm more of a camp purist. I think there was a, that last summer when I knew it was my last summer, I really tried to, to take services seriously. And it was, it was really nice. Yeah. I remember <laughs> you used to uh, beat us. <laughs> what did we, didn't we, uh, what was the thing? Didn't we all uh, show up in our captain's shirt that first day? That was so obnoxious. Yeah, we were, yeah, we were, uh, we were really mean people. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, Rick was definitely a purist when it came to services. He would yell at us. He would say, "This is tradition," and then he would, uh, he would, he would hit us yes. in our butts. That is true. Um, but I thought that I thought that was yeah, really his policy. That's a tough one. I, I got a very strict bed policy. I literally, I think I like, whenever I start a summer when I was the GL with, with Eric, and then when Scott and I were set, like basically co-GLs, sort of leading the bunk, I was like. You guys can basically do whatever you want within reason. Just do not sit on my bed. That is it. That's all I ask. Mm-hmm. Then there was that time when uh, we went out and I found out that Kush took a nap in my bed after I told him not to. On the- that was a that was an interesting afternoon. And uh, and w- <laughs> <laughs> shout yeah. out Kush, big fan of the pod. I forgive you, Kush. I forgive yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Talking to Kush, he, he likes the pod. That reminds me, Rick. Do you um do. You- that reminds me. I meant to ask you earlier. Do you happen to have Staff an opinion on uh, I, I am. I am out on Staff Hush Buddies. First round. I, um, I don't know. I mean, if you if you yeah, get like a friend of yours, it's why, great. Why is that? You can you can you can do pranks. But I'm just uh, I am just not a fan of Staff Hush Buddies. I don't like forced gifts. Are you, uh, yeah, you are you trying any, to get at something here? Any reason in particular? Okay. Any reason in specific? Uh, shout out Dan Bracco. I know just he's listening little. for uh, one of the one of the best pieces of advice I've ever gotten to give. A really, really considerate gift to my staff hush buddy. I don't know why you're putting me in this position. It's incredibly awkward. <laughs> oh no, no, oh, no, boy. no! With your mattress, oh boy, <laughs> Rick, you almost just incriminated yourself. I did. If anybody listening who knows that story, it is incredibly embarrassing and one of the one of the worst things I've ever, ever been a part of. But yes, yeah, staff hush buddy, my bed being moved. Should we edit? Uh, we, please, because it is, it's really, out? really, really bad. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, unfor- <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, we're dude, so dude, sorry. We don't have a if you're listening, sound If you're listening to this and you really want to know the story, you can message me directly, so... and I will probably tell you, because it's in hindsight, it's funny, and it was totally innocent of me, but it was, it was very, very mean. Yeah, you can message Brock. I'm sure he'll tell you. But yes, you can uh, moving Brock my bed. Now. That was a tough one. We actually, to try to catch the culprit, we we set up a camera on the opposite bed of mine and like just set it to record over lunch, hoping to catch the person in action moving my bed, which did not work. Um, the ultimate goal though was to have my bed. It was AJ AJ Lake. The goal was to have my bed at the lake when I got back from lunch, which would have been hysterical. <gasps> I love AJ yeah. Lake. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then of course championship. Third campus choice versus Apache. I also uh, would love to hear your guys' opinions on this. I went Apache on it because, and I went services on the one before. And I think it's because what I learned from this bracket is that I, I tend to have a, a penchant for the, the the more grand events of camp. And I, I think if I were forced to prioritize them as this bracket forced us to do, I prioritize those over the more common or, or, or frequently occurring events because I think that there's something special from irregularity and, and the, the having to wait yeah. all summer. Aspect now, let me ask you, before summer aspect being a five-day general, what was your involvement? Have you ever been an Apache coach? Yeah, I'm very fortunate. I, mm-hmm. I participated in the race, which a lot of international people haven't, obviously. Um, I coached it um, my first year on staff. I ran Kleins. Then mm-hmm. I... Uh, so I, I, I did a total uh, 180 on Apache. Um, the Before being an Apache coach, I, I really couldn't stand Apache before the reasons people have laid out. I mean, there really is a lot of waiting. And you don't, as a camper, you don't really like appreciate the the grandeur of Apache, how it's, you know, every single person involved and it's this big team event. It wasn't really laid out to me in that way as a kid. So I just, you know, it's, Oh, it's the Apache relay. It's this big event. You get some numbers, you wait around, you do some stuff. 
what's happening? You show up, you say some stuff, you go home. Um, but, uh, but after being an Apache counselor, an Apache coach, I fell in love with the event. And I think it's one of the greatest parts of camp. But if I hadn't had that experience, I really, I really don't think um, I would have the same opinion on it. Well, to, to respond, I don't, I don't think that I, sure. I liked it more after I, after I coached it and getting to, to see some behind the scenes stuff as Andrew Lee put it on earlier pod, but nonetheless, I, I think there's a reason why people want to coach it, even never having done it before. And the foundation of that is sort of built, not sort of, it's built upon camper experiences Certainly, I think junior campers grasp it less than older campers who grasp it less than staff who have coached. But I, I don't think that there's like a, a barrier to entry on Apache. I think that there's something really simple that really most older campers can appreciate about a team build, a teamwork event where one person is responsible one step at a time and everyone participates and everyone has a unique capability and there's no superstar in a way it's the great equalizer of events because there, there truly is an event for everyone. And I think that there's something really beautiful about Apache that embodies camp independent of the really cool. I really, I know it's been touched on. I really do love the yin yang of third campers choice in Apache. I think Apache is the only all camp event that is truly competitive in nature. I know camp tries to stray away from, from competition in that kind of sense. But Apache is the only thing that is a true like competition trying to beat the other team as an all camp event, which is really cool. Oh yeah. Oh, they're screaming. They're screaming in Apache. I mean, I've said my piece. I'm a big, uh, I'm a big proponent of third campers choice in this matchup. Yeah. I mean, if you listen to the last episode, that's where I kind of went off on it. Uh, I would say, Rick, do you, do you remember that, that next time? <laughs> well, my brother had listened to the last episode before I have, and he was like, he's recounting that story to me. And um, I don't remember that, but it's very, very possible that I did exactly that. Just totally brush you off and say, Eric, come on. I was so stressed that day. I was so yeah. stressed trying to get that yeah. all set up. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a wild day. Yeah. Anytime I don't know how to do something, I just think of you saying that to me. Eric, come on. And then I do it. Like, like, yeah, and then I do it perfectly. Just ace it. Just first time shooting skeet ball, just ace it. I don't know. That was, that was a weird example, but I'm, I, I have a sick mind right now. <laughs> just giving me the weirdest so, things. The weirdest subconscious things. Yeah, so I, I wanted to – I had a, a couple notes written down for, uh, for some events that I thought didn't get enough love in this – tournament and not necessarily that it didn't win enough rounds but more just in the discussion in the facebook group um and i want to hear your guys thoughts um i sure so everyone the, the rick mechanic podcast is brought to us today by third campers sure. choice the so of the, a couple things the event rick what, what would you like hey, hey rick thank hey rick thanks for having <laughs> us on you're welcome uh, the first thing i would say yeah, I. You know what? I never thought. Yeah, Rick. Podcast, this is really so special. The Rick mechanic. <laughs> no, I'm blushing. You can't see it. But I'm blushing. Um, this is crazy. So the first thing I this is very near and dear to my heart. One of my favorite right, events what do you got for us, is Rick? friendship lineup, and I'm not surprised it didn't get as much love, but I think friendship lineup is one of the most wholesome things about camp, and I look forward to it every year. And I could be a bit biased because every year, uh, me, Samuels, and Schechter always exchange the Starburst, and Starburst happens to be my favorite candy. But I think friendship lineup is a really, really genuinely nice part of the summer where we kind of like lay down our arms and battle at tribals and everybody comes together as friends. And I just, I really appreciate friendship lineup for what it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a good, Oh, did you want us to respond yes, or please. what? I, I like that as well. I will say there's not enough red starbursts <laughs> in that lineup. Um, or pink. Yeah. Pink or red. Pink. I think friendship lineup would be would be great if it was like full size like king size candy bars <laughs> like just a big just a big Snickers or Twix. Just, yeah, I know, but still, you know, I, I think we got to emphasize dinner. Where, what we're really doing the friendship lineup. <laughs> 
Well, Eric, if we had a full-size Snickers bar, half the camp wouldn't eat Snickers. Well, 90% of the camp wouldn't eat dinner, and then the other 10% would have a peanut allergy and have an episode. Like, it wouldn't... They have, a, they have an allergic reaction right then and there. We can't be serving Snickers oh, on the friendship right. lineup. Well, for sing well, nonetheless. I don't know. It gets a big piece of kale then for everyone. <laughs> nice, big. <laughs> I like I, I like friendship lineup. Rick, I agree with everything you said, minus the, the part about Schechter and Samuels. I, I obviously can't can't speak to that personally. But, yeah, I agree. It, not too surprising that I didn't get the love. It's sort of when you think about mm-hmm. it, whatever. But yeah, you think a little the other more one about that it, I, I that I thought deserved a bit more love, and I can see why it lost in the first round. But I really enjoy three five seven ten. I think three five seven ten is a really cool part of the summer. It's something that growing up, you, you know, you see your first couple summers, you see people go and dedicate their seventh, their tenth year, and you look forward. You're like, wow, that could be me one day. And when you go up to give that speech about what you're going to dedicate, it's a really cool moment where you're your whole camp career kind of comes full circle. And I can see why it lost because there's a lot of waiting around, especially for the threes and the fives. It's, it's not that exciting, but the seven and 10, I think is a really, really cool moment um, to kind of look back on your camp career when you go up there. You know, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's so, it's <laughs> so yeah. long and it's so You know, you know believe it or not, Rick, that's the first time that I realized what that event is. Like I, I had, I was like three, five, oh, seven, ten. I was like prime numbers. Like, I was like three prime numbers. Like what? Was, like, it makes zero sense. I was like, was was that like a night activity that I missed? Uh, so look, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was an okay event. Also, I mean, I don't even know if I don't even. Who knows if there's going to be plaques in a few years? So I feel like the event. That's sort of... a good point. I heard they're getting rid of plaques because too many uh, on tours. Too many parents think that the plaques are dedicated to children who passed away, and like the years are like the years of their life. <laughs> that's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, that that's like my dad. We walked into B. <laughs> we walked into B six A. My dad goes, "Oh my gosh, it's so tragic." It's like a, this this is dedicated to Adam Bunk. What is going on at this camp? <laughs> and and like, it, like the even worse thing about this is that if a parent does think that like, right. a child tragically passed away, or like last year, that, like, like no one like, said seven. anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like oh my gosh that's so recent like yeah so i get that they also another part of it is that uh the kroners don't like that the plaques peel and then need restoration desperately but they never get it and you sort of have these ugly plaques scattered across camp i don't blame them it's sort of like i i if i if my plaque was my plaque actually is really bad, and it's somewhere on camp. So if they took it down, I'd be kind of pissed. But like, mm-hmm. if I'm being reasonable, and the, last one, and the last one I just want to touch can, on is, uh, and there's been a lot of controversy over this, whether it's an event or not. I firmly stand by the the stance that this is an event, and that is grilled cheese first meal. Obviously, no no chance that it would get past the round of 32 going up against lip sync. That's that's totally fair. But I stand by the fact that grilled cheese first meal is an act mark the beginning of camp and i just think there's a there's a unique energy in the air when you go into that dining hall and everybody's doing that that stop cheer for the first meal everybody's excited to be back all the campers have just shown up um that is definitely an event and i think it's one of the best camp traditions is grilled cheese for the first meal I think I could speak to you for thir- – I'm not going to do this, but I think we could debate for 30 minutes about whether or not it's even an event. And if we agreed <laughs> that it was, we could speak for another 30 minutes about why it's not a good event. It's like the food sucks. What if it was for like a first lice meal? checks? Or, yeah, what if it was lice checks, which I think are better <laughs> than grilled cheese first meal? They, they picked the lice out of your hand. No, your no. In, in, on the uh, bracket, instead of first meal, you have lice checks. No, like it's 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 nice. You get a little head scratch first day of camp. So like I get a light. <laughs> you know, up. Will first day the of microphone camp, cut out for me. Right when you said it's nice, you get a little head. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's head. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like, it's like, whoa, which camp is this guy going to? Yeah. <laughs> You, you get a, you get a head scratch. This is you get a head scratch. I want to be very clear um, about what goes on at Rice Chats. Your head gets scratched. I mean, I've said this in the first first uh, episode, but tater tots, grilled cheese, a little bit of little bit of that uh, tomato soup. Yeah, tomato soup. Oh, nothing. There's no, there's nothing better than a purely mm. hot meal after a day of travel and walking around in heat that you haven't been in all year. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why it's so disheartening <laughs> that the grilled cheese is never hot. It's always I also, I also would like to say I don't think the I don't think there's ever been a single tater tot. There have been conglomerates <laughs> of tater tots. <laughs> okay? The tater tots have always been in these like clumps. <laughs> And it's like, man, I can't wait to grab like a couple tater tots. And you grab one, and you end up lifting every tater tot out, <laughs> out of the little tub. Rick, what? Here's a question for you: If you could take a few of these events out, you can specify which. Mm. You don't have to; it doesn't matter. What would you replace them with? What are some some notable? I'm glad you asked. Well, you, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, I definitely would have taken post firing meetings out there if I had known ahead of time what it would do to the bracket, um, and I would have replaced it with an event that I personally feel responsible for. For I feel like it's on me for having left it out. It's it's. Uh, I feel really bad about it because it's a phenomenal event. I think it would have gone very far in this tournament, and that's rest hour. I really just dropped the ball on that one. That rest hour did not make it into this bracket. It's uh, it's a great regret of mine. Mm. Um, along with rest hour, Carter's challenge that's been mentioned definitely deserved a spot in the bracket for sure. That was a big snub. Another one, we have juice and cookies, and yep. it's shocking to me that we don't have canteen time. Canteen time also definitely deserving of a spot in this bracket, I'd say. Ah, yeah, great play. Shout out a couple Canteen other ones. City, by the way, he, AB and Schechter. A couple other ones, and these, you know, yeah, know some of these maybe aren't necessarily events. Mudsliding was in the conversation. Lazy morning breakfast, probably deserving to be on there as well. And then Lake George. Lake George, I think, is one of the greatest trips that camp, uh, that camp lets you go on that's not limited to either Super Seniors or LTs. I think all upper camp goes to Lake George. Lake George, a phenomenal trip. And also yearbook signing. Yearbook signing could have, could have been a maybe a – 13, 14 seed. Hmm. I agree with yearbook signing. That's a, I'd mm-hmm. never, I would never have thought of that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, hearing it, it instantly resonates really well with me. Uh, Lake George, I think it's okay. Saratoga is better. That, that's where I'm at right now. But I fell in love with Saratoga before I got to college. That that, that was a camp thing. Yeah, I, I don't think I've been to Saratoga as a camp. That might be sort of a new a staff for a day off. But I don't know if that's camper. always been the case. It's awesome. It, it's really fun, especially if you're like, you know, fourteen. Like that. That's so fun. You get to go to the the fudge shop in town. Saratoga, known for their sushi. There's an all you can eat sushi place that's pretty popular. Um, and, yeah, Saratoga's and then one thing I Will. one thing I wanted to add, and I, I know this was upsetting for a couple people, especially yeah. shout out to Michael Samuels who was really hurt by this snub. But um, in hindsight, I would say Ultra Leagues definitely was deserving of a spot in this bracket, and would have gone very far, probably farther than Rest Hour. Um, that it was definitely a miss. Technically. You know, it's it's half basketball, it's half soccer. We we decided like, how do you split that up? But we should have just put ultra leagues on the bracket and and let it run. How do you how do you have that thoughtful yeah. deliberation? Yeah, ultra leagues, but yeah. then you're I, like, oh, the, chicken I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I played the fifth. It, I have I have no excuse. It, it it is deserving of a spot, and it was. Uh, I'll just I'll take the heat for that one. Uh, fair enough. Okay. I got to hand it to you. I, I thought you guys did a pretty good job really, really filling out the 64, at least of maybe the top 100 events on campus. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm glad it turned out. Uh, I'm glad it's it wasn't hard you know, all the ones he made to the end. I'm glad we got some threes in there. It shows that you know we weren't perfect and people had differing opinions. One thing I want to add for those listening – there's been a lot of talk about a sequel bracket. 
there is a sequel bracket in the works. We're very excited about it. You're oh my We're not god, lying. you're lying. Obviously, the main impetus for doing a, a sequel bracket is to get more talking willow, but besides that, we just want to keep the energy going. We're gonna give it a little bit of a breather. We'll probably unveil it, I would say, next week. Maybe this weekend after Adam's playlist challenge uh, finishes, which I'm also very excited about. Um, and without giving away too much information, I just want to say for everybody listening, we want this to be a much more collaborative effort than it was before, which we think it will be because there's far more people in the group now than there were when we started. But when we do unveil the next topic for the sequel bracket, um, I definitely want everybody to be throwing out suggestions left and right so that nothing falls through the cracks like in ultra leagues like rest hour um things like that I, we definitely are going to be relying on the group as a whole to get all the the ideas out there and then we will do the seedings again now what is a uh hmm. maybe a little preview or a little hint you know what, what, I, what I, I don't want to say i don't want to say because and, and the reason the reason why is because um i don't have a good hint and i don't want to spoil it but i want to keep people in suspense we definitely we we've settled on the idea we're pretty confident that this is going to this is going to be the idea for the second bracket but i think people are going to be really excited about it it's um it's not too far off from the current bracket and i think people are going to be almost if if not more so, just as passionate about this upcoming bracket idea as they were about this one, which I'm very excited about. I felt like I had big shoes to fill coming on here today. Okay. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you, you took this <laughs> seriously and all. I mean, this is the, the talking willow. Yeah. We, we appreciate that, Rick. Sorry, this is, again, a moment where I came across as meaner than I want. Before the pod, for, for everyone listening at home, we, we had another one of these little uh, uh, yeah, I, moments I'm where mean. I was meaner than I wanted to. Rick, that was, that was a, a playful gesture. Uh, I do. I do. I have a fire stick. Um, do you have a fire stick? First of all, I want to give a fire – got to give a fire stick to Jake, uh, my partner in crime through this whole oh, thing. Well, um, this has been really great for us in the house, as you know. The mechanic brothers can uh, can tend to get on each other's nerves in a loving way, um, and being quarantined in the same house with our mother, it can uh, put everybody on edge after 15 days. So, kind of teaming up for this bracket has really brought us brought us together and um, kept us sane during this insane time. Um, so, I just want to give a shout out to Jake for uh, for being my uh, partner through this thing. That's really sweet. Oh my god, that was. Uh, That's kind of like. Oh, Jake's oh, he's featuring tribal. About you yeah, that reminded me of the time tribal. when uh, we, it was the last services of the year, and I wanted to give a fire stick to Samuels, who was my oldest friend still at camp, and I was rehearsing what I was going to say going up there, and I was like, I had this little speech, and I was like, to my brother Michael Samuels, or to Michael Samuels, my my brother from the beginning, blah blah blah, and then Jake goes up to dedicate a stick right before me. And he dedicates the stick to me, his brother. And everybody's like, oh, that's so nice. And I'm so like, you know, nervous, like, trying to, you know, nail this line that I have in my head. And I didn't even put it together that I'm now walking on the stage after Jake. And I dedicate a stick to my brother, Michael Samuels. <laughs> and I, I said it and I just heard this like kind of like gasp through the crowd, like this weird reaction. I didn't even, I had no idea what was happening until afterwards. So embarrassing. Josh Wolk came came up to me this summer and goes, "Will I have a not baked baked thought?" Which I thought was a funny way of putting it. And I said, "Okay, tell tell it to me." And he goes, "If you have someone in like a friend who's so important to you that they're they're like elevated above all other friends, you might say that they're like a brother or a sister to you. But if your actual brother or sister is." to you more meaningful than many other people's siblings may be. You're going to say, a, that, they're that my like a shower friend. thought. That's great. That's funny. I love that. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So shout out Josh Wolf. Um, I want to give my fire stick to Carly Ashner, um, who's a legend. 
that's sort of it. Carly, Carly's just really cool, and I'm a huge Carly Ashner fan, and she knows that. So I want to vocalize that to the pot on the pod with a with a fire stick. And I also want to give a fire stick to Ben Weiner, who who did me a big solid today. Uh, he he knows what I'm talking about. And the other day, he came over to my house for Putnam Market. Him and his girlfriend drove uh, from Syracuse, where they are now, to Putnam Market. <laughs> And they ate in my backyard. Me and all my friends, we all sat six feet away from each other. We had a nice socially distanced meal. I'm super serious. Yeah, we don't don't think like, oh, that's scoundrels hanging out with wine or not. Don't worry about it. We're washing our hands like the plague's going around and we're, we're, we're being responsible. But yeah, uh, my fire stick goes to Weiner for a sandwich and a favor. And uh, my fire stick's going go to go uh, to you, Will, for doing this, doing this cast with me. And, and I realized that make, that makes you seem like an <laughs> asshole for not giving it to me. <laughs> so I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yeah. do that. Uh, I'm gonna make you seem like no. I I I, uh, I really wanted to do something, and then and then Will, you came up to me and you were like, I know you want to do something. I want to do something, and I was like, Will, how can we how can we combine our talents of your incredible ability to talk to people and my ability to be chubby, and uh, and we we came up with this bad boy. Yes. Yeah, t- <laughs> my, my favorite via audio. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, Eric, Eric thanks, man. Um, I, I wouldn't want to do it with anyone else until the Rick Mechanic podcast came about. Like, the last 15, the last fifteen minutes have been a different story, but um, yep. Yeah, the natural but, chemistry is just out of control. This, this with you guys. has been I really, great, and I'm, is, I'm assuming so no prior podcasting down. experience. It's very impressive, for real. I'm not. I'm not just saying that. This is my first pod as well. This is my first pod. Very natural. As as a listen, yeah, I've listened to. Question that. for you guys though, never, you, before we here. totally sign off, Jake and I were were tossing this oh, around, thanks, and Rick. I wanted to get your thoughts for the next bracket. What should we do about the region names? Now, Jake is of the opinion that we keep them the same. He thinks they're great. Um, I don't deny that they're great, but I'm kind of in favor of maybe switching it up if we could find a better theme or a theme that's just as good. What do you guys think? I mean, look, to keep it to keep it traditional. Oh, first thing well, that came to my mind. <laughs> Go on. Well, I'm good. My impulsive thought, the first thing that came to my mind when you when you asked the question was mm. B bunks, G bunks, C bunks. Wow. That came clown. to your mind yeah. as soon as I said that. That's incredible. You know the 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 thought that that came to my mind. That, that was my traditional with the uh, with the four. Oh, tribes name. I like that. Tribals. Wow. Yeah. The le- left half be yeah, uh, Seneca, the Weekend, yeah. and the right half be Iroquois Seminole. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, seeing as how that's coming from the, yeah. uh, the camp liberal, you know, I don't know if I want to. Uh... It, it's, it's, it is breaking from tradition. Traditionally, it's been my place food items, but, you know, yeah, I yeah. think I'm willing to bend the rules a little bit. That's a great idea. Originally, it was going to be mild, medium, hot, laser. Ben Weiner was speaking. <laughs> oh, Will's not a fan of that. No. You did, you did, a, good, you did a good job there, dodging that bullet weiner would be all about <laughs> we should do like uh, half off apps um dollar drink boneless wings with the honey bbq <laughs> sauce a la Adam menu. <laughs> uh, and a fourth one thing before we go also eric this is this is mainly for you but i just had to throw this out there do you remember when appel just like left during unpacking jake and i were talking yeah. about that the yeah. other day yeah. We started on. That was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, you know the two of you really put a lot on me and Jason Karen that summer, and uh, and I think it's I think it's time that we get paid <laughs> back from the both of you. Um, you know, Rick, I spent a lot of days off by myself so you could go on a BC day off for some reason, and I just want to say that um, uh, I'm expecting a big favor coming down the pike. Me and Jason are both. You could treat us to a like a. A dinner really? at P.F. Oh. Chang's, I guess. Yeah. Or, 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 or we'll all meet up in that Saratoga sushi spot. Well, I've never heard of that, and now I'm so intrigued. I'll tell you what, sushi, sushi on me next time we go. I've right. never been, because I, I don't really trust it. 
be careful at this all-you-can-eat sushi place in Saratoga. They, so um, any sushi you don't finish, they any, charge Well, I don't want to I, – I digress. But um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Rick Mechanic. Thank for you for having me. It's an absolute <laughs> pleasure. And great job, guys. Keep it up. I'm excited to, to see what's next. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Well, Eric, what, what does this mean for us? I feel like a, a uh, couple, like seventeen months in or something. What does what does this mean? What, what who like, are we? What uh, are we? Eric? Much like a new slang word. Let's keep it <laughs> undefined. It's amazing. <laughs> well. Well, with that, that suspenseful and aim, and, uh, what a way to end, end the pod! Oh my goodness! Well, until Eric, next I, time, I I guess until until next time, yep. then, right? Th- this has been great. Follow, don't forget, follow us on Twitter at the Talking Willow, and stay safe. Wash your hands. Bye-bye. Twenty seconds, and goodbye.